we bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. I eat green berets for breakfast. Right now, I'm very hungry. Hey, Ma! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! This is Sparta! We're not worthy! You're worthy, you're worthy, get up! You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. I feel the need, the need for speed. Alrighty then. It's a little bit of yay, and then... You're tiny Jesus. You're golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends, rodents, quadrupeds, lend me your ears. Welcome to the Varsity Radio Show. This is Seth Henniger, and you are listening to 88.5 JFM. To my right is the bearded, bald-headed wonder from down under, my friend, Jameson Fowler. Hey there, hi there, ho there. Also in the studio, wearing his Four Not Coffee Company shirt. Well, he's wearing a Hershey's Pennsylvania shirt, too, also. He didn't bring chocolate. He should have. The man that just returned from the Disneyland... The red-headed unicorn sassy wiggles, Brad Hudson. Hi there, ho there, hey there. Oh, <laughs> hey. And for the record, I'm not wearing two shirts. I'm wearing a hat and a shirt. Yeah, that's what yeah. I meant. He could decide what he was going to wear. So yeah. he said, I'll wear both. The man Stitched that, them together this morning. The man that pushes the buttons, does all the amazing effects in this studio, makes everything magical happen. He is the Willy Wonka of radio Steven Spiegel. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? And we are going to have a fantastic day here at the Varsity Radio Show. Very first week of summer. Mm-hmm. Right? Everybody's out of school now, officially. Yeah. And it feels like the first week of summer outside. It's My like goodness. 80s. It like the dog days of summer already. Speaking of which, let's go to Meme of the Week. And I saw this. It was so appropriate. Meanwhile, in Alabama, somebody baking cookies in their car. Yeah, On top the, of the dashboard the, right there. Right Prime the sunlight spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Y'all got to admit. I believe it that works. could happen. Like, car dealerships have done this in the past just really? as a promotional event. Oh, yeah. I hey, had no free, idea. Free cookies. Oh, yeah. With I every car. No... But then, you know, my my direct reply to that would be, so how much are you going to knock off because my car has just become an oven? Yes. So, you'll that. have this perfectly even grid of grease spots on your dashboard yeah. to start off. How about that? Not Not the... Maybe not the most thought through promotional. Right now, this is this is very special and important. I, I figured this would minister to your hearts. I wish Adam and Eve would have been Cajuns, right? They would have ignored the apple and just eaten the snake. That's that's hilarious. It that really is. is. That is very what do you clever. think of that, Brad? I. <laughs> this no is tigers. this is interesting because. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. Like Adam and Eve had the responsibility of naming all the animals in the garden. If they were Cajun, can you imagine what things would have been called? Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I can't imagine that. I, I can, and oh. it's really funny. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Stephen, this is going to minister to me and you a little more than them because we have families and a house and a dishwasher, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Some of us are the dishwasher. Uh, but number three is this. The best murder weapon would be a Tupperware lid because nobody would ever be able to find it. Amen to that. Amen. Amen. What about, what about that uh, you could choke somebody with a sock and like put it in the dryer and it would disappear? That's it would true. Just go away. That's true. Never just heard just that. one sock, though, because if both of them disappeared, you wouldn't have a sock left over. That's true. But this is, this to is why we have several like Cool Whip in uh, country crock bowls because you can't find Tupperware. Your family does that too. Yeah, every family in the South does that. You go to get some margarine and well, macaroni. Like. Yeah, yeah. How about your bag of bags? Do you have a bag of bags? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We have a we have a drawer with two bags of bags in it. Wow, it's true. Bag need drawer. Them. That's great. We Container need those. Apparently, we need them all. <laughs> number four. The number four meme is our very own from the past, Ricky Phillips, working out, getting yoked, ninety six degree weather, wearing his Christmas shirt. Amen it's to that. It's the abominable snowman That's from right. the uh, Rudolph movies. And it says, "I'm so lit." <laughs> <laughs> He's well, bundled up in, in Christmas, Christmas lights. lights. It's great. So looking nice. absolutely intimidating in the gym. Like Ricky, you're looking good, man. Scurry. Yeah. You're scurry. Anyway, well, those memes were fantastic. In case they were. You know, what <laughs> you know it was good. <laughs> it was. <laughs> you know it was good. What else is good, uh, Jameson? That'd be Charburger. Yes. Yes, mm. yes. They, what I just ate was amazing. Same here. Woo! See, what they're known for is being the home of the famous char-grilled wildcat burger, their scrumptious chicken fingers, their Philly cheesesteaks, jumbo, crispy onion rings, and many, many other things. Uh, They're open Monday from 7 a.m. to to 7.30 p.m. Monday through Thursday, uh, and open Friday and Saturday, 7 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. They're located at 3848 Alabama Highway 69 in Gunnersville. Phone number is 256-505-4720. We got a pretty cool show lined up today. We've got a college athlete in here. Yeah, we do. Colin yeah. Langford's going to mm-hmm. be here from Huntington. All right. Uh, also, we're having FCA's Briley. I I didn't get that last name, did you? Yeah, I did. Briley Jones. Briley Jones yeah. is going to be calling in in just a few minutes. And so, hey, we're going to go to some incredible music. Let's do it. Toby Mac with Neon Feather Remix on Scars right here on the Varsity. Hey, Briley, how you doing? Good, how are you? I am good. How's your day going? It's going great. How's your day been? Fantastic. I'm having a great day. It's really, really, really hot, but I'm having a great day. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so, Briley, <laughs> tell me about what you're doing this this summer, and uh, aren't you working with summer camp? Yes, sir. I'm working with Fellowship of Christian Athletes this summer, and we do... Four camps for kids ages 7 to 13. So we've got a lot going on. Awesome. So what's your part in the game? So I'm on summer staff, and so I just help lead and guide the female interns and the female uh, summer staff assistant. Awesome. That's fantastic. So what's your favorite part of, uh, of what you get to do? My favorite part, personally, is just watching the interns grow and just how much they 
changed throughout the summer and they benefit so much from just being with those kids and leading them and I just really love to watch that. Awesome. That's amazing. So what are you most excited about during summer camp? The dances or the or the activities? What are you <laughs> Well, I definitely love to dance and I just love to be out with the kids and play games during the competition time, just the silly games that we do. That's my favorite part. That's amazing. And so, it, is it too late for anybody to sign up for summer camp? Um, no, sir. You actually still have time to sign up. So, anybody that wants to sign up is still welcome to do so. And how can they do that? Okay, you can go to org, and there will be a place on that website that you can click and sign up. It's fantastic. Well, Briley, thank you so much for calling in. It's been great having you. Yes, thank you so much. Have a great day. All right, you too. Bye. Bye. Steven! Derek Miner with Urban Rescue and Walls right here on the Varsity. But we build walls all around us. And now, today's clutch moment. Hey, today I'm going to be talking about joy, so I thought there's no better way than to start with a comedian, so we're going to go with that real quick. I don't know if you've ever heard the comedian. His name's Michael Jr. He's a Christian comedian. He's hilarious. Check this out, and then we'll come back and talk to you. We're doing comedy at a church. Like... Like, how's this going to work out, really? I mean, some people are like, I just came to see this thing explode. <laughs> What's so amazing about doing comedy at church, when I was a kid, laughing at church was illegal. You couldn't laugh at church. I remember one time laughing at church because this lady was jumping around and her wig fell off. So, that stuff was funny. Her wig fell off, and then my gra- I laughed. My grandmother would pinch and twist. I can understand a pinch. You're going to twist? That's the devil. Dude on stage is mad at everybody. I can't figure out why he's so angry. Seven years old, I figured out why he was so angry. He was angry because he had some phlegm caught in his throat. So at the end of every sentence, he tried to get it out. He'd be like, the Lord said, ha! Act like you're I'm like, Grandma, he need to gargle, Grandma. I'm seven years old. Man, church lasts six hours, too. Then we go in the basement to eat a sandwich and come back up. I'm like, what was that, a halftime or something? Actually, I'm going to be real with you. There's enough black people here. It was always chicken. Why do we always got to eat chicken? Every single time. I know. I, I had to tell them. I'm sorry. It was, we had church, you know? And tuna. At the end of church, they would ask us, they'd always be like, so you want to go, after this, we all going to go to the sister church. I don't even like the brother church. <laughs> One time I get to church, seven years old, there's a dead body in the front. It's a funeral. Nobody explains that to a seven-year-old Michael Jr. I'm thinking that's how they roll. Like every three weeks or so, they bring a dead body in as an example or something. 
and the dude on stage yell at everybody in the audience like they the ones that did it. <laughs> I remember asking my grandmother, I'm looking for some explanation. I'm like, Grandma, what happened to the man in the box? What happened to the man in the box? Her whole explanation was, he in a better place. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of box did he live in before? Dude on stage said he went to see the king. That was his whole explanation. He went to see the king. Ha! <laughs> I don't understand what that meant. They didn't even call the kids' choir to sing. I was in the kids' choir, not because I wanted to be in the kids' choir. I was in the kids' choir because I was a kid. <laughs> and it was a requirement. Now, what song we got to sing? Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. I don't want to see the king. I don't want to see the king. You ever go to a funeral and people always talking about the person in the box like they sure he going to heaven? <laughs> and then they tell you that they, and then the people get up there they always talking about him and the last thing you know like the dude stabbed three people and he never prayed one time in his life. And all of a sudden, everybody, like, he's going to heaven. He's like, I'm sure Uncle John is looking down at me right now, and he's a little tears going down his eye. I'm like, he's probably looking up at you right now. <laughs> That's a sweat bead is what it is, a sweat bead rolling over. I just made that up right now. I just made that up. <laughs> All right, all of us like to laugh. In fact, all of us enjoy the state of happiness with all that we are. In fact, if I were to ask uh, anybody in the studio who your favorite friend is, who your favorite friend is, most of you would tell me who it was, but then you'd follow it by they make me laugh. Would you say that? Would most of you, how about you, Colin? Your close uh, friends make you laugh? Yes, sir, they do. I'd agree with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brad? It's always the, the people who are fun to be around, the people that make you laugh and have a good time. So, yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah. Jameson? I don't have friends. Okay. Just Moving kidding. on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would agree wholeheartedly. What do you think, Steven? Yep. We like being around people who make us laugh, right? That's like a natural thing. Like, step one. Honestly, when, uh, like, for me and Steven finding our spouse, but for you, you know, looking for your girlfriend, fiance, whatever. Yeah, how do you think I got a girl as cute as Kayla? I could make her laugh. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And so, but we look for that and somebody else. It's, like, usually top priority, right? I, I, what do you say, Jameson? You like people who make you, you make me laugh. That's... I, I do enjoy like, when yeah. people make me laugh. Yeah. And so, this is a big deal. So... What I'm going to talk to you about tonight goes deeper than a momentary moment of happiness. It actually goes into something we call joy. So let's define joy. This is Webster Dish. Webster's di- I can't talk today. The dictionary. Dictionary's version of joy. It says the emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune, or by the prospect of possessing what one desires to like. And I find that interesting. That's happiness. Steven just popped up Charburger. That is happiness in the studio. Interessante. It, it brings much joy to our hearts. Uh, anyway, uh, but Philippians 4.8, uh, 
is one of the most powerful scriptures in the Bible, I think. And it says this, and I'm going to tell you why in a minute. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So Paul right here states that there's always something good to think about, right? You're like, that's great. That's that's good. You know, that's easy for Paul. He wrote like most of the New Testament, right? So this, this is something easy for Paul to say. And so today I want to talk about lessons of joy. In a minute, I'm going to tell you where Paul was when he said that. Lessons of joy. Number one, joy is a mentality. So let me ask you this question, guys. You three over here. What is the difference between happiness and joy? Happiness is a feeling. It's an emotion. And we talked about last week, we we don't we don't have to feel like doing something for the kingdom of God. We have to be close to Jesus, close uh, good enough in our walk uh, with the Lord that that we don't have to feel like God is with us in a moment to be able to do something. Like if you base your well-being, your happiness on on the feeling of happiness, feeling happiness then at some points in life, you're not going to be happy. Yeah. Because there's going to be bad things. There's going to be things that take the smile off your face. But joy, having a mentality of joy, having joy is important because when a loved one dies, when uh, you're going through a sin struggle, when you feel alone, joy is something that can last through that. We have joy because of the hope. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's a difference there. It's, it's a feeling versus a uh, state. Yeah. So. Anybody else want to add to that? Well, I mean, yeah, the Bible says the joy of our, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Right. And um, and I think it just goes right along with what Brad says. Um, you know that we can endure things that make us unhappy because we have that joy and that hope in Jesus. Yeah. So let me read that. Read you that scripture again, because I, I want you to understand where we're coming from. Philippians four eight. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thought. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Paul was in a prison cell when he wrote this. So before we think Paul had it all together, everything was going great. No, Paul was sitting in a prison cell. I've actually seen the the picture of the prison cell with a lot, a hole for a lot coming down into a dungeon standing knee deep in his own waist writing these words think about that whatever's pure whatever's holy whatever's true think about these things this is crazy right this is like countercultural. this is this is not normal and so paul was in a prison as he was writing these words he did not allow his circumstances to determine his mindset he had joy not happiness. Happiness is temporary. But joy can be eternal. It can be something that goes on forever. So joy is a choice. Let's talk about that. I want to give you some stats that I found the other day. The poorest Americans living in the United States are financially better off than people living in Brazil, China, and India. Overall, U.S. citizens who account for the lowest 5% of income in our country are richer than just under 70% of the rest of the world. This is this has been 
done. They've they've done the stats on this. It's crazy. So how does putting things like that into perspective change our mentality about our life? It puts... It takes something that can be negative because if you're in the bottom 5% of the, uh, the income, the household income, you're probably in a rough spot. Right. And that doesn't give you much reason to be happy. But when you look at where you are and compared to 70% of the world... Yeah. You should be extremely thankful for what you have because most of, like, the vast, vast, vast majority of the families that are in the 5% lowest income have access to, like, clean water and stuff right. like that. Now, it may be hard to come by. It may be expensive. They may have to have help with their bill and everything, but they still have it. They yeah. have food, um, and they're better off. And those of us in the middle class yeah. are in the top 1% of the world. Come on. Every middle-class American citizen is in the top 1% of the world. Every single one of them, and, and, and as far as uh, like actual like monetary and uh, asset based richness, and sometimes I drive, I drive, I drove a beat up car for like uh, quite almost a year, and I would look at my friends' cars whose parents bought them a brand new car and be like, I wish I could have a brand new car, but I would pass somebody walking to work at Sonic mm-hmm. and I bet and I, one day it clicked with me I was like I bet they're looking at my car and saying man I wish I had a car yeah my na- my noisy oil drinking dented car <laughs> they were looking at it and being, I yeah. wish I had that and yeah. I was sitting here looking at my friends like brand new vehicles and just coveting that but I wasn't I wasn't content or happy with what I had and yeah. so when you put things into perspective it's easier to have joy and that's where the the choice of joy comes from you choose to have a positive mentality about things and yeah. that and that changes everything yeah because yeah, someone's always got it worse than you always um and yeah yeah and somebody's always got it better better to add to that that's you had that, that was really good and <laughs> that head got it but see that's so true and, and i you know we the whole reason i gave you that stat is this we're like we don't have anything to be grateful for we don't have it and like Brad just said, let's just say publicly, right? Okay? Let's just talk about clean water. Now, uh, last year I had my teenagers in my youth group raise money for wells in Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. Do you know Brad and Colin and, and Jameson that those women have to walk three hours a day? One way. Just to get water. And it may not even be clean. And it may not even be clean. In fact, a lot of these kids die from things like diarrhea. Like simple, easy Mm -hmm. fixes. Because they're so dehydrated. But if I told Colin to get up and go find water, he could in about five seconds. Clean water. Just freely flowing. Probably about ten sources in the building that we're sitting in. In five seconds. That's you know that's apart from like the hundreds of bottles of water that are probably somewhere in this place. Yes. (laughs) But But that's what I'm saying. We look at all the things that we don't have. We look at, we compare ourselves to everybody else. And God's like, I have blessed you, mm-hmm. right? You have a roof over your head. Most of you do. You have car, like you said, you may not like the car you're driving, but at least you have a car to drive, right? Right. You have a job. You have you have food to eat. You have water to drink. If nothing else, you have clean water. And that's a big deal. And so... When we change things, joy is a choice. It's a choice. We can either look at what we don't have, we can look at the struggles that we're in, or we can choose to look at what God's given us. So joy changes the game. I honestly believe that we got to ask God to let us see things as He does, to appreciate the things that He's given us, to appreciate the life 
He's he's placed us in. Uh, even when bad situations come, if we have joy, it changes the game, right? If we have joy, it's more than happiness. Happiness, I can give Brad a new car, and he he not have any money in the world, and I give him a new car, and he loves that new car until the gas runs out, right? All then right. we're not happy anymore because now we got to fill the thing up with gas. Your feeling just went from extremely happy. I just got a new car. To, I don't have gas. You know, like that right. was a quick change, right? And that's the way happiness is. It's an emotion that's fleeting when joy is a mentality. So how can being a joyful person change the situa- situations around you? Well, I think it's like we've been saying. I mean, it, it shifts your perspective. Sorry, did I just cut someone off? Yeah, that's okay. My bad. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Well, I think it wouldn't only affect you; it affect everybody around you. Like absolutely. So mm-hmm. we ha- when we work out in the mornings, we use this verse: "Iron sharpens iron." Yeah. And so, if one person's working out hard, trying hard, giving their best, motivating other people, then the other one's going to follow, and the more are going to follow. So, yeah. And the same thing with joy could come into play. Mm-hmm. If you're good. a joyful person, more people around you are going to hang out with you. You could eventually influence them to become more joyful. That's so good. That's so good. Go ahead. That was better than what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brad. But also, you're the person. If you're if you're the person that chooses to be. Um, joyful and have a great attitude all the time. Like he, like uh, Colin just said, you're gonna have the, you're gonna be feeding the people around you. Mm-hmm. But also personally, on a personal level, in your own situations, if you're looking at your dark situations with a positive attitude of, uh, I, I have Jesus, and that's simply enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, relying on Jesus, then you're automatically not having to struggle as hard. If you give it over, like your joy is being able to rely on God's strength and. It's it's a cure to suffering. It's a cure to struggling, and so that's what, um, like that's how joy like is a game changer. It can yeah. it can change your outlook on life at any given moment. It's good, and I think that doesn't just go for situations. That also goes for who we are. Because I mean, uh, I know like for me personally, there there's multiple times a day where I don't feel remotely worthy. Of, of God's time, of his attention. Um, and I think, like, that's where we have to ask God to let us see things, see us the way he sees us. Yeah. Uh, so that we can take part in that joy that he loves us, that he He cherishes us, and that He he's excited to be a part of our life every day, and we can pass that on to other people. That's good. So I, I tell you out there, choose joy. The first thing you can do to choose joy is choose Charburger. <laughs> so... <laughs> a fantastic burger with wonderful fries they uh they're home of the famous char grill wildcat burger chicken fingers philly cheesesteak and jumbo crispy onion rings they're located at 3848 alabama highway 69 gunnersville how about the milkshakes uh, though yeah ho 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 they got milkshakes galore and uh, what do you think colin you've been there a few times haven't you that peanut butter milkshake is Come on, somebody. Every, everybody's yes. peanut Jamie, butter. Everybody. Jamie Strange from FCA, he sent me the same thing. He said, that peanut butter milkshake, wow. It's something different. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Dr. If, Pepper, peanut butter, If y'all need chocolate. a cheat day, go by, go by Charbert and yeah. get you a milkshake. You will not regret it. You can call in early if, if you decide to go there at 256-505-4720. They'll have your order ready when you get there. 
and we're here with a varsity athlete legend, Colin Langford. How you doing, man? I'm good. I don't know about that legend status. Oh, but. <laughs> yeah, he's a legend. He's actually one of our very first interviews, but now he no longer plays high school football. He is a college football star. He done been moved up. <laughs> no. He done been moved up. Plays for the offensive line at Huntington in Montgomery. Hawkins. Is that yes, correct? So what is your favorite? Th- I tell you what. What is the greatest difference between high school football and college football? You're going to hear people say it's fate of play and how it is, but to me it's the discipline. It's a lot more. There's a lot more to it than high school football because you can leave high school football five thirty. You leave at five thirty in the afternoon, you're done for the day. If you leave, you leave college football. You'll leave at five thirty, six thirty in the afternoon. But then you got to go to film. You got to study your play. You got to go work out. You got to make sure you're doing all the little things right to help you get better and improve your play. So good, Jameson. So like. When that discipline, like when you came on as a freshman, how quick did that discipline hit you? Like how fast was just like, oh snap, this is different. It was so. It was probably the first or second day of fall camp. Fall camp was <laughs> so. It's, like I, I, we were talking about it earlier. It's from seven thirty to ten thirty at night. It's just football. I mean, and if you love football, it's fun, and so we enjoy it. It's, but it's that's the first thing that you notice about it. It's the mm-hmm. discipline. When you're first there, you got you got breakfast at seven. If you're not there, you're running. Mm-hmm. Then you got treatment. If you're hurt and you don't tell a coach, and then you're running again. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always been like that, but I mean, not it's to a different extent now. Now, with that discipline, have you noticed a uh, an improvement in in yourself as a player? I have actually. I, I mean, not just as a player though. I mean, like when I've came back home, I've woke up earlier. I've stuck to my workout plan. And I'm Trying to stick to my diet, but this charburger is not helping. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. This is no big deal. Sorry, not sorry. I'm still going to work it. He's going to work it off. It'll be all right. I'm going to work it out. It anyways. But, I mean, it's just, it, helped, it improved me as a player. It's also improved. Like, now I've got up early. I've made my bed. I've cleaned my room. It, like, mm-hmm. It's just helped every aspect of my life. Huh. I, have a, I have a very important question. I've always wondered... So, you're, you're probably one of the biggest, strongest guys at Gunnersville. Probably one of the quickest off the lines and stuff. Is that about about right? What's it like being the quickest, the strongest in high school, and then going from being the little guy in college? It, it it's not the greatest having to restart as a freshman again, but it's also fun because I enjoy working for something and like seeing the end result. So it's it was tough the freshman year realizing, hey, I'm not the guy anymore. I'm st- I'm gonna have to go back to work, square one and work just as hard as I did and keep working at it. And so awesome, whole new ball game. Yeah, <laughs> and so. Uh, what is the difference in coaching and in, in, uh, coaches and stuff like that from high school to college? Well, um, I had really good high school coaches, so I can't really say nothing bad about them. I mean, they always did a good job at coaching us. They coached a high level of football, and I think that's what showed from Gunnersville High School. We played at a high level, and so trans- the transfer from high school to college for me wasn't as horrible for the coaching because well, I was already coached at such a high level. Yeah. Then, but... Um, the more I, I kind of realize more that also in colleges they're just a coach they're not a teacher too yeah so mm-hmm. their their job is coaching so they're a little bit more a little bit just a little bit more in detail but other yeah. I mean there wasn't much of a transition because coming from Gunners where we play football so wow good stuff and like when you got there and the uh, 
like, I guess, like, do you have any other, like, teammates where you, they weren't as fortunate as you, where you could tell, like, maybe their coaching staff wasn't as on par as the guys at Gunnersville? I mean, did you see how that might have affected them and how? Uh, There's a couple that you really can tell that maybe their coaching, like, their coaching staff wasn't, didn't discipline them as much as Mm -hmm. certain coaching staffs did. And then there's a couple that, I mean, like I said, from like schools like Gunnersville, it's like, hey, they've done this before. They're good. Like, we get a lot of players from the school in Florida, Navarre, and all their coaching staffs, like, they're really good. They're like what I said before. So, mm-hmm. so what is what is the greatest uh, lesson that your high school coaches taught you that translated into college, benefiting you in college? Work ethic. Work ethic, everything. That's that's everything. Because without work ethic, there's you're not gonna be good. You can have all the talent in the world, and if you don't work hard, then you're not gonna amount to much. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. So uh, I'm not. I'm I'm a huge football fan, but uh, how how did uh, Huntington's season work out? How how was that? So um, before I got there, we won our conference three years in a row. We had a little off year this year. We were, I guess you could say we were five and five. So. For Huntington, we're that we don't we want to be better than that. So we've been working hard in this off season, hoping to get back to where we were. Okay, and so on the schedule, every everybody has a team. You know, in high school, you had that team that you look forward to playing. Who was who was that team in college that you like? You really want to be. You really want to. You look forward to it. It's on your calendar. It's in your mind. You can't can't quit thinking about it. Well, there's. It's hard to choose because there's a school in Georgia that we play that we really like to be. Then Birmingham Southern, that's a big one. That was one of the biggest games I've seen. It was the only night game we played, and it's at, and we had it at home this year. And it's just all packed out. Everybody, all alumni are there. It's a big deal. You can tell wow. it's tradition. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, what is it like um, stepping into a campus like this and playing teams like? Because it's it's a different atmosphere than high school, I would imagine. Just kind of describe the difference between the, the high school and the college atmosphere. I would say the speed of it could like also play into it, and it's just much more... Coming from a small town, football was a big deal. Friday mm-hmm. nights are a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Coming like small town football. That's a, like my coach has told me, there's nothing better than a Friday night. And I mean, there's some things I'd agree with, like playing with your brothers and playing with all that. But then college it's like it's different there's it's a lot more upbeat i i mean i honestly can't say that i haven't noticed much of difference mm-hmm. really, no? okay it's always been packed to there and it's packed down like down in montgomery on saturday so alabama small town you don't get more involved Than with football. with football anywhere else like yeah. that's yeah so yeah so, uh, <laughs> awesome transition there. Yeah. Uh, so, here it says that your hobbies are uh, hunting, working out, and golfing. So, almost every time I see hunting, I see fishing, too. Do you like to fish? Uh, I like to whiteboard. I like to make a couple fishermen mad. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I do I do like to fish sometimes. I'll, I'll get out there because I, I live on the, on the Gunner's Landing Golf Course. So, me and my little brother, we used to go out there on the ponds and catch fish all day. Wow. It's fun. Now you just like to mess with the fishermen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best round you've ever shot in golf? I shot an 82 one day at the oh, state park. Right. What's the number? What's the uh, 
what's that number that is it 72 mm-hmm. so yeah. that was a plus 10 yeah okay i, I just know I, i'm thinking plus and minus but some golfers mm-hmm. will say like 80 i'm like you didn't go 82 strokes over but yeah just 10 that's about guess, how i shoot like I, I was about to say over. i'd be 82 strokes over it'd take it take ten hits to move the ball, you know. But I mean, you know, when you, know, when you play once every you know, two or three months, it's not. It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> that many off. That's the best I've ever played. I was pretty happy with it. Yeah, I'd be happy with eighty-two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So anyway, uh, talking about Coach Mike Turk, is that his name? Yes, sir. Uh, Coach Turk, what is the greatest lesson uh, that you think you'll take away when you're when it's all said and done? He's taught us so much this year. It's hard to pick just one because, I mean, he's always said, he, I mean, he wants us to be good football players, but he wants us to be better at life too. Yeah. So he's not. we're not there just to play football. We're there to get a good education, get a good start on our life, and be like the best father we can be, the best husband we can be, the best employee we can be. We're not there just to play football. So good. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Uh, what I was going to say just slipped my mind. <laughs> sorry but anyway so he he teaches you lessons like that and uh and so it's it's changing your life oh why did you want to go to huntington what what made them stand out above like, anybody else like i said before i thought they were gonna better prepare me for my future so that and they, i think they've done so so far i can't wait to see where i'm gonna be in the next three years awesome and that and they win a bunch too, so I wanted a ring. <laughs> you enjoy that. My little brother's got more rings than I do from playing like little league baseball, so I had to get some, get one or two from him. Yeah, <laughs> nice. There you go. I had to catch up, little bro. I know. Um, so with that, um, I know that like we we often when we get high school seniors in here, we talk about leadership and what they want to leave their underclassmen, and I'm you know I'm sure that you know you had to be a leader leaving Gunnersville and then going to, on to play college football because, you know, that takes discipline. Uh, but what kind of role do you play, or what kind of, I'm sorry, what kind of like legacy do you want to leave Huntington with? Uh, the same legacy that the older guys taught to me. What was that? We're, uh, like I said, we're good at football. We play smash mouth football, but we're going to do it the right way. We're going to do everything the right way. We're not going to cheat. We're not going to not give effort we're going to do everything how it's supposed to be done and i had a good group of older classmen show it to me so hopefully in my older years i can help another freshman realize that too so good awesome awesome and um being at a school that's relatively young it doesn't have many like traditions or whatever what is your favorite part about huntington as a university or as a college or university that or like a tradition that you guys have that's really cool the Birmingham Southern game was pretty awesome. Just to see everybody come together it, for that? Yes, because I've never seen... I've seen... Like, Gunnersville, it's always big. There's lots out. Lots are on. Everybody's always there, alumni, because, I mean, it's a small town. And then seeing a bunch of like bunch of football players come back from all over the place, from north, from northwest to the west, just coming all down to see that one game. That yeah. really stood out to me. I was like, they, this, there's something special here. Did you win that game? I was I, I was have, wondering. I should not I have gone there. We got, should not have gone there. We got beat by I forgot how much. I think it was like a touchdown or two. Ah, that's painful. Not this next year though, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, so let me ask you this, and then we're gonna go to a break. What has pain taught you 
Uh, I've heard Nick Saban say this, pain is a great teacher. You know, you don't learn a lot from winning. You learn a lot from losing. So what is losing the losses you've had, the pain you've gone through? What has it taught you about the game, about how to do better, stuff like that? So what is what I would go to is it's really taught me you got to go the extra mile if you want something. If you want something bad enough, you're going to have to work for it. Yeah, It's not just going to be handed to you. Yeah. Like, so we have a little drill that we do, and I struggled with it. It was a matter in fourth quarter drill, and it's just testing your mental toughness. And so at the end of the fourth quarter, it's planks, and I noticed I wasn't doing good. So I, I came, I wasn't doing good in any of it. If I'm being honest, it was bad. So I came back home, and I sat down, and I was like, "Dad, we, you got to help me with this." So we went, and we ran, and I, like, I tried to make it up and do as best as I can, and I redid it, and I was like, "Okay, you've done it now. Go do it down there." So I went and did it down there, and it eventually got better and better. So pain, it, I mean. The only thing pain's taught me is that you got to work. Yeah. It's going to hurt, but there's people who have gone through a lot worse situations than what you're going to go through. Yeah. Yeah. So good, Colin. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to list some uh, music, but before we do, we want to tell you about Charburger. Charburger has Wildcat Burgers, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheese Steaks, Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings, a fantastic breakfast, and glorious milkshakes and they are located at 3848 alabama highway 69 gunnersville alabama uh you can always pre-order and call before you get there and have your food available when you arrive if you just call at 256-505-4720 that's charburger hey let's go to some music you're steven malcolm with natalie grant even louder right here on the varsity yeah even at the drum stop beating my soul will keep on All right, we're back here with the man, Colin Langford. Just in time. Varsity legend. Varsity legend. He's laughing at me, but that's how we feel about him. And so, <laughs> anyway. Varsity uh, legend and future NFL Hall of Famer. Um, yes, Colin Langford. Yes. Who are you going to play for, Colin? <laughs> I don't know if I can make it that far. Which pick are you going to Colin, be? quit quit undercutting yourself, man. <laughs> Did you guys hey. see Pat McAfee at the draft when he... He uh, he got to announce the pick for the Indianapolis Colts. Is that that, that huge super fan? He's not a super fan. Else? He was a punter nope. for the for the Indianapolis Colts, and nope. he he got oh. up, and it was like the sixth round, and this kid was like the two hundred and fiftieth pick or something crazy, and he was just like with the Indianapolis Colts with the pick with you know the future Hall of Famer. Yeah, and yeah, I, I saw yeah, that. that was, yeah, yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, it it was. T- Tom Brady was like a round. He was like a last round pick. Last, he was like one of the round last. six, I think is Colin. You're coming in, man. We're believing in Sorry. you. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> Tom Brady story. So here. you play offensive line. What position? Right guard. Right guard. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite right guard of all time? Larry Allen. Larry Allen. That's not a bad one. That's <laughs> nice. a great one right there. Nice. Cowboys uh, legend. So, so we're gonna start talking about things that you're good at. Backwards half court shot. Explain that. When I miss them, I don't miss them by much. Oh! Like, I've made a couple. I've missed a couple, but when I miss them, they're not by much. When mm-hmm. I make them, they're drainage. Are you, you a bas- backwards half court? Wow. Are you a basketball fan? I, I don't like. I don't, I don't like really? watching. Okay. I like playing it when I do watching it. Is there, is there another sport at your college that you actually attend when you're not in season? Intramural basketball. <laughs> Intramural basketball. There it is. 
Uh, so tell us about the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you in football. Or on the bus, or in the locker room. Uh, I guess with you now on the plane. Did anybody, like, you know, try lifting weights and then, like, lose their lunch? Or, like, did... I remember one time, this was this was Payway, and have y'all seen the Payway field? It's got those big long stairs going down. You're talking here in Gunnersville. <laughs> yes. I was walking, I remember it was like A team. We were in like sixth grade. I was walking down there, slip, slid all the way down the stairs. <laughs> Ow. Oh, all right, so I played, um, you saying that brings me way back to a time that I tried to forget. I played B team, Payway f- tackle football, like travel, Reds real deal stuff. <laughs> Did you guys, you guys won the state championship. Mm-hmm. And beat like y'all were, and you guys beat the pulp out of us. At any rev, yeah, I remember that. So yep. you, I was on, the, I was on the. <laughs> Colin does. Hey, too. I was, <laughs> I was on the defensive line. I was like not, not much of a defense, not much, of, <laughs> not close to a hundred pounds. And I got creamed by a fair share of blockers. And you probably, you probably he hit was me probably pretty hard. One of them. I don't know about that. I wasn't too good in Payway. <laughs> hey, I wasn't either. <laughs> You know, and Pee Wee, you just do your thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, honestly dead serious, you've probably blocked me before. Congratulations. <laughs> so, Colin. I uh, didn't know anything about football when I joined. I just thought you get to keep the helmet and stuff, and you didn't, and I was upset. Very sad. <laughs> so, falling down the stairs before football game. Explain that. Tell me about that story. I think he just He just us. did. Yeah. Oh, it was the Pee Wee game, and there were all the steps. <laughs> Oh, yeah, all the way down. Yes. All the way down. All Have you had way. anything embarrassing happen since? Mm, I mean, I'm not, I don't get too embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. I just, you just, just man. wins all the Chill. time. He doesn't get ready because yeah. he stays ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll ask this question and I'll let my friends continue. Uh, where would you like to see football take you in the future? Or what would you like to get from your experience at Huntington? Uh, I guess you could say like what I was talking for earlier. Like, we do, we don't just want to play football. We want to. I mean, we love football. There to play football, mm-hmm. but we also want to get more life experience from it. Right. Like when, like I remember from this is from my offensive line coach. He said, "Baby's gonna keep you up at night. You're gonna have to go to work early that morning." Amen. <laughs> <laughs> like workouts, we can be studying that morning. You still gotta get up at five o'clock, and you gotta go. So, yeah, that's good. Awesome. So you get to have a day and a lunch with any NA, uh, not NHL NFL player that has ever played the game. He can be dead because this is a three, theoretical situation. But any NFL player ever, who would dead. it be? Who would it be? And what would you have for lunch? It's uh, an important question, Brad. It honestly have to be. Uh, I think Baker Mayfield. He seems, yeah. Wow. He seems like a pretty cool guy, and I like steak. So I'm going to go eat some steak. Some I'm steak with Baker. In the land. <laughs> yeah. Steak with Baker Mayfield. Hey, Cleveland's about to be the land of football, it, I feel. I mean, it looks it, it like it. Be, like, That's part of the reason why I want to talk to him and say what's up. Yeah. They, it's like, hey, how are you guys really going to be this season? They finally actually. Like, I have <laughs> Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry to throw to. How do you think it's he's no go? short of arrogance no. either? No, so. all three of them, those personalities in one locker room, like it's either going to be really fun to watch, or it's going to be really fun to watch. I do hope <laughs> that the Patriots' defensive line sacks him five times at least in the game because I mean, he, he still doesn't have an offensive line. No, 
So they got all this talent. But yeah, got, but he's got, got no people to, to throw to finally. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. Throw from your back. I feel like the Patriots right. are going to wreck wreck him. Just saying. It's either going to be okay. fun to watch because they're winning a lot, or it's going to be a dumpster fire, and it's going to be fun to just watch it burn. All right, Colin, you get to play on any NFL team. Who would it be? The Browns. I was about to say. I just, I just gave an just answer you there. Just where you could be the bank. <laughs> See, then they got they got some offensive line there. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Colin, you better watch out. He put me on my boat when I was in then the fourth grade. Then you can like make really Baker scary. Mayfield pay for your stake. Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. I'm, I was kidding about that. I think yeah. I'm probably gonna go somewhere, somewhere cool where they got cool scenery. Yeah, probably somewhere. Definitely not Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, not Cleveland. Uh, Charburger. Yeah, <laughs> I probably go. I'm gonna be a charburger. You can, you can eat one of the best so hamburgers where? right there on Lake Gunnersville. You can look at Lake Gunnersville and eat the, one of the best hamburgers you'll ever have. <laughs> that was funny. They also have awesome chicken fingers, the char grilled wildcat burger, Philly cheesesteaks, crispy onion rings, the best milkshakes to go with that hamburger, and they're open seven to seven thirty, Monday through Thursday, and Friday seven to eight thirty. So you can call them also at 256-505-4720. That was hilarious That's how you just did that. You're welcome. Anyway, so where are you getting dessert? <laughs> Charburger. Okay. <laughs> where are you getting breakfast? Charburger. Yes. Wow. Okay. Where are you getting married? Charburger. <laughs> hey, right there at Lake Gunnersville. Right there. In the parking lot with the reception. cutest little burger shop. <laughs> Ceremony reception. All in one place. <laughs> Back to Colin. Back. <laughs> so, Colin, uh, favorite sports movie and what it taught you about life and football? I would say The Water Boy, but that didn't teach me much. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that movie. Second favorite sports movie. <laughs> uh, the Medulla Oblongata. <laughs> Alligator's got all them teeth, but no toothbrush. <laughs> There was uh, one movie I watched, and it was about golf. It was about an amateur who won the British Open when it was first a thing. Oh, the greatest game ever played? Yep. I Mm -hmm. I love that movie. It's a really good movie. For a second, we were talking about Happy Gilmore. I did too. I thought we were going to Happy Gilmore. (laughs) 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 That wasn't the British Open, that was the (laughs) Masters. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) This has been fun. hilarious. Colin, uh, you can leave one bit of advice for people who would like to be in college, go to college ball, or go to the next level. What would it be? Just keep working. You you may not see the results right then, but they'll all pay off in the future. Just keep working. Work ethic. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, Colin, we have had the best time talking to you, my friend. You are a fantastic legend of the varsity, <laughs> and uh, we're so glad that you came. Thank you so much, man. We hope your year is, like, perfect. Yes, sir. I'm glad y'all could have me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And so, anyway. <laughs> I'm, I didn't mean to say that. See, he's, he's only been around Baker Mayfield in theory. And he's <laughs> about cocky. I, I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say thank you for having me. That's right. That's right. He, did, he, did, he, was, he wasn't talking like Johnny Menzel, uh-huh. guys. Come on. Anyway. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, hey, we're going to go to some music. Thanks for being here, Colin. Awesome. So we're up with the freestyle. I love this music. Yes, I have three questions for you. uh, For some caller to call in and answer the three questions and get 
Two tickets to the Boaz 9 Cinema. Two, count them, two. Two tickets, and admit two ticket. So one piece of paper that's good for two people. Strut. Yeah. So uh, one of the best movie-watching experiences with their like very unique semi-circular theaters. I love their theaters. The surround sound there is awesome. Theater. And if you get there early enough, you get to see the projector go... <laughs> and like transform. You'll want to really cool. be there for that. You yes. want to get your popcorn Pretty before great. that. Depending on which movie you're seeing. That's right. It could be better. <laughs> yeah. It depends on what's out. Yep. So... Uh, I think Avengers Endgame is still out if you're like me and haven't seen it yet. So I haven't it. either, Brad. Yeah, I'm pretty see, sure I everything sad. ends, though. So I've only seen much. the first Avengers, so I need to catch up before yeah. going to watch it. But, you got a long uh, way to go, So, Boaz 9 Cinema, some of the best popcorn. The best movie-watching experience with those... Like, there's not a bad Semi- seat in the theater. Semi-circle yes. theater. They're amazing. Like, the front row seats are further enough away from the projector where you don't have to break your neck to watch the movie. Or like, burn not, your eyes. There's not a bad seat in the house. I agree. Awesome. So... With that, two tickets to that cinema could be yours. I'm going to ask the first question. You'll call and give me the answer, and I'll give you the two other questions. If you answer all three correctly, you're the winner. What state is the world of Coca-Cola and the Coca-Cola headquarters located in? Oh, I know what that state? one. What state? Call 256-505-0885. What state? There it is. And we have a caller. Extra points if you get the city, too. <laughs> All right, you're on the Varsity Radio Show. Who am I speaking to? Hello? Hello? Lisa? Lisa. Hey, Lisa, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Which state is the world of Coca-Cola and the Coca-Cola headquarters located in? Georgia. Georgia is correct. Bonus points. What city? I'm sorry? I said bonus points. What city? Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta. Second question. What multi-billion dollar company owns Pixar, ABC, ESPN, six theme parks, and writes to a multitude of cartoon characters like Donald Duck, Eeyore, and Sully? Also has a cruise line. Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't hear the first of the question. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. What multi-billion dollar company owns Pixar, ABC, ESPN, six theme parks, and writes to a multitude of cartoon characters like Donald Duck, Eeyore, and Sully? Uh, Warner Brothers? Oh, you're close. You're in the right area. So, six theme parks. They also have a cruise Pixar. line. Pixar. Disney. Disney, yes. yes. <laughs> and what is the largest grocery store chain in the United States that nearly doubles its largest competitor's gross profits? Ooh, that's good. Wait, that's more than three questions. <laughs> nope, this is not. You got <laughs> the number, bonus. Yeah, this is number three. Oh, okay. Um, oh, my gosh. Grocery so store the, the huge grocery store that's in, like, every city ever. Is it just a grocery store? No. No, it has all sorts of things. There's actually an employee. Walmart. Yes, Walmart. Yes. Actually, employee of this entity in the room. Yes. Congratulations, you've won two tickets to the Boaz 9 Cinema. And congratulations, you answered a bonus question. Yes. Too. So that's good hey, for Hey, stay rights. on the line. Our producer's going to tell you how to pick this up. That's great. Thank you so much. Thank you. That sound means it's time for me to tell you where you can find us throughout the week on social media. But first, since we have time, a random fun fact. The Philippines has passed a new law requiring all high school and college students to plant at least 10 trees before they can graduate. Wow. All right, so we're on Facebook, unofficial The Varsity Radio Show. <laughs> on Instagram, varsity underscore radio underscore show. On Twitter, at varsityradio885. And on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. 
the Varsity Radio Show. So subscribe to us there. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Like our page on Facebook. And keep up with us. It's been a great show, guys. And it it's has. been even more better er awesome er, 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 because er, 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 of this, college more this little better this little jewel the called bestest. charburger mm. yes yeah words awesome. are hard we like them a lot they have wildcat burgers they have chicken fingers philly cheese steaks jumbo crispy onion rings and they are available almost every day of the week except for sunday 3848 Alabama Highway 69 Gunnersville. You can pre-order call and they'll have it ready when you get there. 256-505-4720. The Charburger. Hey, next week is going to be the Varsity again, so you're going to enjoy hey. that. Hey. Imagine that. That's right. The Varsity Radio Show on a Tuesday. 2.30 to 4.30. Huh. It's not a better day of the week, right? No, so, Pay, no. payday is pretty good, but this yeah. is this is also really good. This is pretty great, pretty great. So anyway, uh, tune in next week for the varsity, and you will not miss it. Hey, we're so glad that you listened today to Colin Langford. Thank you for tuning in to eighty-eight five JFM. See you next week. Hey, uh, you guys stay classy and don't you go changing. Hey, what's going on? This is Gavi, and you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show.